Borough headed to the team rooted to the bottom of the championship. We hit the bar, we hit the post, we missed sitter after sitter and conceded from our one and only shot on target. And it wasn't even a shot. It was a f***ing cross. I hate football sometimes. It's the Uruguayan curls one in. What is up guys, Matthew here, oh bloody hell, welcome back to Project Borough, where today, <coughs> excuse me, I'm still in absolute shock, I am discussing and looking back at Borough's 1-0 defeat to bottom of the league Rotherham United, a game which I actually attended, it was my first away game in probably two years. And my record away from home when watching Borough in the league is awful. I've went to what I think is 11. It's around the number. It might be one or two more. I'm not sure. But from memory, I've been to 11 away games in the league. And I've never seen Borough win yet. I've seen us win once on the road. And it was in the cup. And it was against Manchester United at Old Trafford in a penalty shootout. And it was actually really, really good. But I didn't even buy them tickets. I, I, I was gifted them. I kind of won them. In terms of me purchasing tickets, going to a league game, watching Middlesbrough, I'm still yet to see us win. And I am in absolute disbelief as to how that is still the case in this game. This was a game you could have played a hundred times and Borough never mind draw Borough would have won it 99 from a hundred times the fact we didn't draw it but we lost it it bewilders me it absolutely bewilders me because we I think played well I didn't come away thinking that we played bad we deserved it we were rubbish like we have done against Lower opposition this season where we've just not turned up. We were good. We were good on the ball. We were creative. We just missed so many opportunities. And we conceded one of the flukiest goals you will ever see in your life. It was a cross. <clears throat> it wasn't even... It was a terrible cross. And it, it found the far corner. And it was the only shot on target Rotherham had in the entire game. They were, undoubtedly, and this is no disrespect to Rotherham, I'm sure their fans will agree, or you know, the ones that have at least a level head, they were not good. They didn't create anything. They were poor. I was sat back watching them thinking, this is a matter of time before Borough score one, and if they get one, they get two, they get three. Borough were absolutely dominant. And yet we've come away. With nothing. Now I will say this. The one criticism that I have to throw at Borough. And this is. Doesn't matter what the scoreline. Who we're playing. Doesn't matter who it is. The context of it. If you are as wasteful as this. You always leave yourself susceptible. To something like this happening. Now it might not happen. Once every month. It probably won't even happen once every season. But in our case. 
it's happened here, and that is that the opposition just fluke a goal from absolutely nowhere, and you find yourself coming away from a game that I would have been extremely disappointed that we'd drawn, we've actually went and lost it. It Honestly, if you were... T- typical Borough is a term, and all the Borough fans will be very, very aware of the term typical Borough, and you know, fans who maybe aren't a fan of Borough might not know what typical Borough means, but it is a term used within Borough fan base. And if you want me to define what typical Borough means, just watch this game. Aside who could have been there till next week and not put the ball in the back of the net and yet concede from absolutely nothing and lose the game, and not only to any old team, but a team rooted to the bottom of the league after we'd just beaten West Brom at home. I want to share a stat with you guys. Now, when I was on the Borough Breakdown podcast, uh, my good friend Johnny come up with this stat, and I didn't realise this, but at the time, and it might have changed a little bit now because the positions have moved, but Borough have actually beaten the majority of the top 12 in the championship. So, barring Leicester and Ips, well, we beat Leicester. We haven't beat Ipswich, but we've beat Southampton, we've beat West Brom, we've beat Sunderland, we've beat Preston, we've beat Norwich, we've beat Watford... And we've beat Cardiff. I think that's pretty much it. The only teams that I think we've failed to beat in the top half are Ipswich, Leeds, Hull and Bristol City, I want to say. And yet you go down to the bottom of the table and you look at the bottom six. We haven't got a single win from any of them. Now, if that's not a sign of an incredibly inconsistent team, I do not know what is. From Millwall downwards, we have picked up two points. We lost 1-0 to Millwall. We lost 2-0 to Stoke. We drew 1-0 to Huddersfield. We lost 2-0 to Hump QPR. We drew 1-0 in the worst game of the season, possibly. And then we've went and lost to Rotherham 1-0. That, for me, just tells me how inconsistent this team is and how close we are to being a very good side but whether it's luck whether it's just the fact it needs time I don't know what it is but we are screaming mid-table at the moment we've won 10 we've lost 11 maybe with injuries back in a good January we can turn the screw and we can start moving towards the plus we're still only three points off somehow But at the moment, we are such a mediocre, inconsistent team who will win one week against someone fantastic like West Brom and then somehow find a way to lose away to a team at the bottom like Rotherham. So, let's delve a little bit deeper into the game. Um, Borough, I think, were very good first half. I had no doubts, I had no concerns first half. Borough were good on the ball, we were good in possession, we were creative, we were dominant... Rotherham didn't have a single answer to anything Borough were doing. They would hoof the ball long, try and win the second balls, try and flick it on, make it scrappy. Borough were winning their battles in defence and in midfield quite well, in my opinion, given that that was how Rotherham wanted to play. And that's their strengths at the end of the day. And we created a few chances. I wouldn't say we were... We, we didn't click as well 
in the attacking third as I was hoping we would for all the possession we had, all the interchanging. We weren't quite cutting through and getting that final ball right. So there was only really one big chance in the first half, but it was a fantastic one for Sam Greenwood. There was great play down the wing by Borough, cut back into the box. Sam Greenwood, instead of side-footing it and keeping it down, he kind of put his foot right through it. And I don't know still if the goalkeeper tipped it onto the bar or not, or if it did just hit the crossbar. It was either, you know, slightly unlucky or an unbelievable save. But the big chance in the first half was from Sam Greenwood, and it's a great chance. I think there's bodies in between him and the goal, but again, he probably should be doing better there. If it's a good save, then fair enough to the goalkeeper. But for me, that was a big, big chance that should have put us 1-0 up and let, you know, 1-0 up. A goal for Borough, I think the game's ours. I have no concerns if we get the first goal. But we went into half-time. Having kind of huffed and puffed, not really done much. Hitting the bar, though, um, and looking like the team who would get the breakthrough eventually. It was just a matter of patience and just hoping that the front four clicked, essentially. And we went into the second half, and it was more of the same. Borough continued to dominate, continued to probe. I think looked better in the second half in terms of the final third. But again, the chances we missed were unforgivable. They really, really were. There was one glaring decision from the referee, which was an absolute disgrace. And I've got a really good clip of this that I took when I was at the game. And I am going to upload a separate vlog from the game as like a special, you know, vloggy type video, which I don't do many of, so that's going to be going up uh, probably tomorrow, but, you know, do subscribe and check that out if you are interested, but you can see by the video I took, I mean, I have never seen a more blatant penalty. You know, the play leading up to it's fantastic, the reverse ball by, by Silvera is brilliant, and Bangura is in on goal, and the defender absolutely wipes him out, completely wipes him out, and, you know, sometimes you see these given when it's just a tangle of legs, you know, they, the defender clips the heels of the attacker or whatever, he full-on wipes Bangura out, you can see Bangura is running directly towards the ball, and he's pushed almost completely, sort of 60 degrees away from the ball, and I just do not understand how that was not given as a penalty it is a quite frankly it's a shocking disgraceful decision by the referee and a penalty there we'd like to think would put Borough 1-0 up and it's a different game but it's a terrible decision and Borough should have had a penalty there and I just yeah can't comprehend what what on earth the referee was thinking but we didn't let that get in our way in fact it seemed to motivate us because we continued to probe, we had a fantastic chance with Sammy Silvera, and the ball through here was absolutely incredible. Silvera was played through on goal, and he misses the target entirely. And I mean, I'll get on to individual performances, but Silvera had quite a few opportunities. A few were half chances from outside the box, which you know you don't expect him to score from, but you know he 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 spanned them miles wide and over countless times. He didn't have a good game in front of goal at all, he just seemingly couldn't hit the target, even if there was a target on top of the target, and then another target to the side of that target, he still would have missed the target, it, this was the biggest one of the lot, and he side foots it wide completely, if he gets it on target, it might go in, 
But yeah, he puts it wide of the far corner. An absolutely golden opportunity. But there was more. The ball was played in from the left-hand side. I think it might have been Bangura who found himself in the box. Did some really great work on the left-hand side. He was brilliant, Bangura. Cut back to Sam Greenwood again in an identical position to where he was pretty much in the first half. And anywhere but straight at the goalkeeper. And it's a goal. And he somehow puts it straight down the goalkeeper's throat. And the keeper makes a a decent save. But it shouldn't have had to make a save. Greenwood, again, has to be putting that one away. I think it's easier than his first opportunity. But he could have quite easily had two goals in this game. So there was another opportunity that went begging. And then another big chance. This arguably probably wasn't as big of a chance. But again, it just summed up Borough's day. Riley McGree had a shot from where I think was just outside the box. And the Rotherham goalkeeper made a fantastic save, tipping it on to the post. Could have went anywhere, could have slipped in the bottom corner, happens to hit the post, go out and is cleared by the Rotherham defender. And you know what, you just sat there thinking, this is just not going to happen for us. You know, the writing is on the wall, what could possibly go wrong? And then Rotherham score from a cross. And there's no analysing this. There really, really isn't. They didn't have a single shot on target other than this. They didn't create a thing. They didn't test Glover at all. The fullback Bramble just, just slices across. And it finds itself perfectly nestling in the top corner. And I just think to myself, have we walked under a thousand ladders? Broken a thousand mirrors? For all of Borough's poor finishing at one end which is completely rightly criticised, we at least deserve a nil-nil from this game. But for that to go in and be what splits the two sides, I I just don't have words. I do not have the words to explain my thoughts and feelings towards that. It, it is absolutely baffling that that has found its way in and... As I say, even even though Borough had corner after corner, cross after cross, you just were stood there in the away and thinking, we're losing this 1-0. It's destined to happen. Nothing is going to drop for us. And we lose the game. And I just, um, I'm not disappointed by our performance. I think the performance was actually really good. And as I say, Borough have played 10 times worse than that and probably, lo- uh, probably drew and even won some games. But to come away with nothing is a sickener. An absolute sickener. And I think Rotherham will probably feel like they've won the lottery. Because if they stay up, you know, by three points at the end of the season, they'll look back at this game and feel like God was literally looking down on them because they were gifted three. But I just, I'm trying to not take any disrespect away from Rotherham. What I will say is when Borough were probing in the second half, they defended their box extremely well. I know Borough should have had goals before then. We should have finished our chances well before. But when they were ahead and Borough were ploughing corners and crosses in, they defended their box very well, and the goalkeeper made some brilliant saves. So I I do need to credit them that, but I think even the most level-headed of Rotherham fans will look at that penalty and think they got away with one there. And to win with their only shot on target, which was a cross, I mean, come on now. I just, yeah, I'm bamboozled by this defeat, and I, I don't know when I will ever be able to make sense of it, but... 
Nevertheless, here's the Borough team then, and um, it was almost the same side that, that started against West Brom. Bangura did come in for Lucas Engel in this one. Not too sure why, but Bangura was absolutely fantastic. Glover in goal, I thought he did well, literally didn't have a shot to save. Um, unlucky, I think, regarding the cross. I, I did think at, at first is his positioning questionable, but why would he expect that to loop into his far corner. He's clearly anticipating a cross on his toes to try and maybe collect or punch the ball. You can't blame him for that. He's not going to be glued to his line, you know, when a cross might be coming in. So I just, yeah, I, I, he must be sat there wondering how on earth he's not gotten a clean sheet from that game. Uh, the defence, I can't criticise either because they did their job. I think Clark and Fry handled the physicality the you know Nombe and Hugel were offering from Rotherham they they handled it extremely well I thought from the times we were tested down the sides I thought Bangura and Dykesteel were very good defensively and Bangura especially was brilliant down the left hand side you know he he was so good up and down very creative I thought had a very good performance and I'm I'm intrigued to see who wins that shirt over him and Angle because they're both performing very very well and we've got ourselves a good pair of left backs there. I think uh, the midfield did a good job. I think controlled the game for the most part. I think Barlasa, like against West Brom, he ran the show here. He gets criticised for giving the ball away too much at times, but honestly, I, I I like the fact that he tries these passes. He tries passes that other players wouldn't, and when they come off, like the Silvera chance, you know, if that goes in, that assist is is getting lauded. So Barlasa ran the game. He was everywhere, and watching him live in the away end, a little bit closer to the pitch than I normally am at the Riverside, I really noticed how good his spatial awareness is. Like, Dan Barlasser is so good at picking space up on the pitch, making sure that when he receives the ball, he's got loads of space around him and he knows where to turn and he knows where his next pass is. So I, I thought he was brilliant here against his former club and should have had an assist quite easily. Halson, I thought, did well too. He did a bit more of the dirty business, you know, the second balls, the tackles, but I think did a very good job. And then the front four didn't click for me uh, today. I think Jones did pretty well down the right. You know, he beat his man a few times, put in a few decent crosses. The rest didn't really have a good game. I think Greenwood should have had a goal at least he missed some glaring opportunities Rodgers was in and out the game didn't really have that much of an effect on it and as I say Silvera missed a glaring opportunity and put a couple of really good balls I don't know if they were crosses or shots from outside the area they were ballooned completely out of orbit almost you know the lack of quality in their moments from him can sometimes be really really frustrating and one thing that really stood out to me in this game was our lack of a forward. You know, I think sometimes, depending on the opposition, you can get away with it. But I looked at this Borough side today and I thought, we are desperate for a striker. We really, really are. You know, the lack, the, the lack of someone who can just take these chances, who are ruthless. They are deadly. They are potent. They're prolific. Put them in front of goal. They will finish. You know, a striker you can hang your hat on like a Cameron Archer we just are so lacking of that. You know, even with Coburn and Lath on the pitch, they'll do a job for you once every few games, but, you know, if you want someone who is just like ice up top, we are lacking that so much right now. And um, it, it didn't look as more apparent as much as it did out there today. Um, you know, sometimes balls are going into the box, no one's anticipating them, 
when we are in a good position, the finish isn't there. Yeah, January is a month where we simply have to bring in someone who I think can can carry the team going forward with hopefully Lath and Corburn if he stays Corburn and doesn't go out on loan. You know, that they can still contribute and, and help and step in, but I do think we desperately need that number one top quality striker up front. Substitutes, we made quite a few of them. Um, McGree, come on, hit the post. I thought it looked very good when he come on. Josh put himself about as well. Engel, come on too. Kavanagh and Crooks late on. I think, again, Carrick was criticised slightly for not making changes early enough once again. But to be fair, a lot of them come only minutes after we conceded. And I don't think Carrick would have even foreseen us conceding at all. In a month of Sundays in that game, I think he would have been more than content by how Borough were playing. And he was hopeful that inevitably we would find the back of the net eventually. And then obviously when we went 1-0 behind, he, he had to throw the changes on. But... Yeah, there was no suggestion that, that we were under the cosh or we were going to concede. So I don't blame him for making the substitutes he did on 77 minutes. Maybe he could have thrown Kavanagh and Crooks on a bit earlier, though, than, than 90 minutes. I will say that. And these stats are going to make me sick because here's the momentum. And there are a few red dots on there, but it was Borough from start to finish. Not much else to say other than how on earth. How on earth? That's all I've got to say. And I'm going to repeat that when I scroll down to the stats because Borough had 71% possession, 19 shots, but only 5 on target. So that does say a lot that there were 14 shots that didn't hit the target, but still. To not score one of them is criminal. An XG of 1.17. To be fair, an XG of 1.17 from that many shots is quite a poor conversion, I would say. But... Still, Borough should at least have something to show from that. And Rotherham. Three shots, one on target, which was a cross. They had an XG of 0.08. And the goal, which was a cross, I will repeat, was almost half of their entire XG. I just don't get it. Anyway, let's just forget about that because I, I think my mind's going to just melt into jelly if I continue to think about this game. The fortunate thing for Borough is the gap to the playoffs remains three points. We've not lost any ground on the top six. Uh, West Brom have extended their lead to us by three points. So it's back to where it was before we played them. But the gap to Sunderland, at least, is three points. So I'm not ruling out fifth, but I'm just saying that you know, we are clinging on a little bit here. Three points is a very small gap between a ton of teams. I mean, eight teams, essentially, or is it nine teams, uh, you know, separate by three. It's bonkers, it's mad. And I still stand behind the fact that a good run for Borough and things look very, very different. And I just hope that injuries returning, added quality in January, we can do what we did last season and go on a really good run, which will hopefully result in us powering our way into the top six like we did last season. Because we were in exactly the same position as this last season and we thought there was no way and then things just changed. So let's see how we get on. But as much as I'm trying to be optimistic about that happening, this team is just screaming 8th, ninth, 10th at the very most at the moment. So we'll see an important January ahead. 
Up next, we've got Huddersfield on the 29th. Two teams, as you can see, absolutely riddled with injuries. I'm desperately hoping we'll get some players back for that game. But this screams a repeat for me um, as to what we've just had. You know, they're a team just outside the bottom three. Got themselves a good win over Blackburn 3-0, which will send them into this game with lots of confidence. They're at home again as well, so they're going to be thinking they can repeat that performance against Borough, and there's no reason why they can't, if I'm honest. This is an identical prospect for me. You know, Borough heading to a team they should beat, but if we don't take our chances, I can quite easily see us coming out on the wrong side of this result. And I think back to last season's game at Huddersfield, which was an absolute horror show. We lost 4-2, you guys will remember. We conceded four goals in a crazy, horrific 20-minute spell. <sighs> that might happen again. I just This game is just... There's so many red flags and alarm bells going off in my head. So here's hoping that's not the case. And it would be very typical of this inconsistent up and down Borough side that we go and win there. But yeah, it's it's screaming banana skin for me. And it's the sort of game at the minute we probably will go and lose. And I hope we don't because we've got Coventry coming up after that at home. And they are on fire at the moment. So... That's where I'm going to leave it, guys. I, I need a lay down to just try and fathom what on earth has happened. As I, did, as I say, I can't even put words together. I did record a vlog, though. This was the first away trip I've had uh, watching the Borough away from home in almost two years. So I thought I'd vlog some of this for you guys as it was the first away trip I'd gone to in my time since bringing you guys Borough content here on the channel. So that will be coming out tomorrow. So if you want to see me live reacting in the stadium to all of these bonkers shenanigans, then yeah, look forward to that. It's certainly going to be an intriguing viewing, I'm sure. <laughs> Seeing me react raw to some of these things, I'll apologise for some of my language and the other Borough fans around me in advance. But until next time, guys, if you've enjoyed this video, do hit the like button, subscribe to me here on YouTube and hit the bell too so you never miss an upload. Comment below your thoughts, whether you're a Borough fan Rotherham fan or otherwise, and if you like to listen to these over on your podcast provider and you are listening to me over on there, please give me a like, a subscribe and a follow over on whatever chosen podcast provider you listen to and give me a rating over there too. That would be absolutely brilliant. But until next time, guys, I'll be back in only a few short days' time to review whatever on earth happens away at Huddersfield. At this point, anything can happen. Let's just hope for the best, eh? I'll see you guys in the next one.